culture is that it started out as like a, um, in the 1960s, there was a lot of attention to psychology, the kind of psychology of religious experience. And um, for those of you who are familiar with William James, you know that name, um, and he was kind of attending to the way religious experience is individually a sort of internalized, like I think that the important thing that he kind of, that people sort of drew from his work and started really thinking about was how this is an individual internal experience. This is nothing new to the way people have thought about religion. It was just sort of revamped in the 1960s and became a new thing. So it's sort of a part of like the national consciousness we had about rejecting organized religion at that time, kind of the hippie movement, you know. Um, so it started then, and it was sort of an official way that people, that analysts kind of labeled what was happening. They would say spiritual but not religious. But now it's kind of trickled down into our culture where people claim this almost like a badge of enlightenment a little bit. I don't know if that's how you guys have experienced it. Um, so anyway, it's just, it's just interesting to me that it somehow made its way from a sort of technical analysis to a... Like this is what we all want to claim for ourselves, a lot of people do. The thought of saying, I am spiritual and religious, is a little less cool or something. So um, we've got a small group, small enough that we could probably all just talk amongst ourselves, but we, or we could do like two groups. Um, what do you think is the best discussion point to start out with? Um, well, yeah, let's say we can still turn and have little, little yeah. small groups. But I think that just the first the first question would be, you've heard this phrase, what has been your experience with this phrase, when have you heard it, and in what context have you heard it, whether it was with a friend or family or and, coworker? Yeah, 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 and I'm also curious, if you feel, I don't want to just act like this is something silly, I mean the video we're all laughing at, but there is something behind this that is like a, I would say it's a somewhat legitimate inclination that people have. So I think it's fine to talk about it in that way as well. Like if you kind of have some sympathy for this this kind of sentiment, then that's let's talk about that too. So I would say, how have you heard it used in a good or bad way? Um, and then if you can identify with it or not. I think those are the two things I'd like to hear. Okay, so yeah, you guys talk and y'all can do like two groups or like all come together. Yeah, however yeah. you want to do it. Just the time doing that. Well, the experience that I have had with this has several people who have claimed this, and there were a couple different things that I picked up from it. One was someone that just wanted to live their own kind of life. They acknowledged that God was there, but they just want to, they didn't want to follow yeah, they didn't. They wanted to live the life they wanted to live. So essentially, what they were doing is they're like, I recognize that God is there, but I'm not going to listen. So that was. I'm not trying to attack anyone that feels this way. But another thing that would be is people use it as like kind of a defensive card, so to speak. When someone is. Um, spiritual they'll be like so that they don't offend anyone because it's 2016 and everyone's offended by everything so that they so that people don't just shut them out they go oh no i'm spiritual but not religious just so that they can preserve some kind of image they have in front of people because they're afraid of you know being attacked for their beliefs or something along those lines yeah. that's a whole other experience <laughs> 
he's either who he says he is, or he's a crazy, crazy person, yeah. or he's like, yeah. possessed. Yeah. To, that, uh, to that argument, though, one thing I would point out is that the prophets did perform miracles and prophecies with the powers by God to do so. So a lot of people view them, viewing him as prophets, sound like that, as a prophet. How do you deal with that God? He said, I am the Son of God. He rejected that for a long time, but then he wound up actually saying the truth. And he was using reverse psychology so people would go out and say, hey, this is the Son of God. And then at the end, he was like, okay, no more reverse psychology. Here it is. Here's the truth. Yep. Are you guys? And then it's like with Twitter blows up. It's like, I know it's not. I don't know. I mean, it's just. It's honestly scary because you have all these people in like the big cities and like the pockets where you know, the influence comes from, like in pop culture. That's good. You have all these people uh, spreading this idea. And they're like, this is the, this is the new way. This is like kind of sad. And this is it kind of connects to the same like all this stuff has been super close-minded, and it's, it's how we got where we are. Like, they like blame everything on religious things. There's two things. Right. Right. And it's like, all the wars are going to be honest to say. And actually, these people don't realize, I'm not here to say religious doesn't matter. I'm actually here to say this is the point of eternity. This is the whole, this is the purpose that it's for your life. This is what you're supposed to be giving out. And so, to say, Okay. This is what everyone does. Yeah. Just find a bring it in. All right. We'll start. I'm gonna make a plus and minuses of the phrase chart. So we'll start with we'll start with this group here, and then we'll work our way around. So put it this group guy. What y'all talk about? Uh, we pretty much all were in agreement. Um, we talked about how kind of it's a really popular thing in like bigger cities like more liberal cities where um you see people who have come from they're like transplants and they come from smaller towns and i think it's a pretty like common thing and people who have been done some sort of injustice they feel from like churches in their hometowns and they felt like some sort of prejudice 
And so they think, okay, I'm going to reject this teaching. I'm going to reject this organization. But I still want to believe, like, it's a good feeling to believe that there's a God who's in control of things. But, like, I'm not really going to believe in, like, condemnation, like, heaven and hell, and all these these rules. So, like, I'm going to live my life how I want, but I'm going to take these good things. And, like, it's like a, he was talking about, like, you know, like a spiritual buffet. Like, you take what you want and you leave the rest. Right. Okay. So how do you think, um, if there is a, so I, I hear in the spiritual buffet, the minus, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what, do you think there's any pluses to it? Uh, for the spiritual buffet? No, just in general, like. Oh, of the phrase? Yeah, or just of the, the idea, like the kind of mindset. Do you guys, do you guys think there's anything good about it? I mean, I think in general, like overall, it's, I think the overarching theme of it is that it's open-minded. So I think, I think the, the plus of it would be. They don't let the organization get in the way of the core. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think you're, you're probably more in the world's eyes, you're probably more apt to be more accepting to people and more loving. Okay. Mm. Another thing I'd quickly point out is that the way I've seen this used quite often was people would want to say that they have a belief in God, but they want to save some face or save their rep. So they'll use it as kind of like a safety card so that people will just accept them. Um, Like, oh, I'm spiritual, but I'm not religious, so don't cast me out or anything. Sort of a way to fit in with both groups. Yeah, it's like a lukewarm kind of thing. Think of it so I'm hearing negativity there. Mm-hmm. You think of it as being sort of a relativistic, mm-hmm. cowardly, like it's cowardly. You, okay, so not to attack anyone. No, no, no. <laughs> but that's anyone. that's just been my like experience people. with it. People, yeah. people who use it wrong. Okay. Can't wait. Can't wait for the others. Okay. Good. Next group. Um, we discussed. We all discussed that we definitely have experience with. Um, this being used almost in a, like an agnostic sense, um, where the, the person um, has some sense of like spirituality or um, an idea that there is a God, but it doesn't affect them and they don't want to identify with any religion. Um, and uh, then we, we also discussed the fact that um, some people will use it kind of as like a, um, like a, a cop-out of like, they identify as specifically identify kind of as Christian, but like they don't want to follow some rule or some like type of things they say, well, I'm spiritual, but I'm not like religious, so I'm going to do this anyway, kind of thing, kind of like a spiritual buffet, uh, buffet thing. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, those are kind of connecting I had yeah. that that's kind of similar. Um, and then I think there are different forms of it that Christians use it, Christians use it kind of in a kind of manner um i've personally used i don't remember exactly how i said it but something similar to explain to someone that um the westboro baptist church was not representative of my faith um and that like different wrong things that christianity has done or held throughout history and even in some cases now um different beliefs that different churches have that may or may not exactly be supported biblically but they've just decided to hold based on tradition um, and that those may or may not be right 
I believe this because that's how I was raised and part of it is like the spiritual but not really the religious like I'm not going to try to figure out which one's right or wrong yeah. um, and so that's not necessarily like that's not really entirely a bad thing just like there are certain parts of Christianity that you're like we can't really prove which way of baptizing is correct and so I think part of my stance as a very on the fence person like angers a lot of different groups and doesn't make very many groups happy because I don't think it matters how the person's baptized. And like the Baptist church definitely doesn't agree with that. Um, <laughs> I think I would probably come down on your side. Um, and But like I think that identifies more with like being a spiritual person and being like the spiritual side of the act of baptism over the religious actual like do it at this point, like, way to follow through. And so I think this phrase represents some things that are okay, and it's kind of the individuality part of religion. Um, but we tried to figure out if there was a way to redeem it in a way for Christians, and we weren't really able to come up with anything that, like, we could switch this around and make one phrase that represented what it actually means good in the idea. Yeah. In the idea. The idea part, and so while it has things that <coughs> for good things, it definitely has a lot of cop out uses. Um, we weren't sure if it was really fully redeemable for what it should be. Cool. Okay. Okay. What you got? Um, I totally have identified with this before. Slim like said it out loud to people. What's the part of the when you meet someone? Like, what yes, do you do? Yes. Where you go to church? Yeah, it's like everyone goes to church. It's crazy. I'm from Washington, so no one no goes to church. <laughs> <laughs>
mindset and very opinionated mindset that would, you know, when you asked, you know, what you thought on this, they had an answer and they were ready to let you know why it was the right one and any other one was the wrong one. Um, but getting, growing up and seeing that um, and then kind of for myself um, and for some of my family as well, kind of moving a little bit more, I guess you would call them progressive um, way of what um, church is becoming. It's been one of those things where that answer can sometimes be a pretty easy, um, you know, Cop out used to say, uh, you know, I, for someone who, in my opinion, like if you, someone who grew up in a church and they knew somebody was a very conservative, very opinionated person, it'd be something very easy to say, you know, um, you know, I'm spiritual, you know, but I'm not, even if you don't fully believe it or you, you don't, it's just an easy way to get out of a tough conversation. Um, and it's just something that, for especially our generation, I feel like we're very, um, we don't want to deal with conflict. We want to make sure everybody does, everybody's happy and no one's offended, you know. And so by saying, you know, you know, I'm spiritual, but I'm not, you know, I'm not really religious, you know, like it's an easy way for them to, for, to say that. And then someone's like, oh, okay, well, you know, like, as long as you're spiritual, you know, you're, you know, you know, I think you should go to church, but, you know, you, as long as you, so it's an easy way for people to cop out of that. Um, and it's something that I feel like we as a generation are not as good at having those conversations with each other. Um, or with the generations above us um, of what we say and what we actually believe because it's been, it, religion's been so, like, honestly, it's just been so negative for so long in so many people's minds um, that it's hard for, um, it's hard for us to be bold enough to say, yes, this is what I believe, here's why I believe it, because um, you're afraid of someone telling you either you're wrong or it's also, you're saying you're spiritually but you're not religious, it's an easy way to say, you know, I'm spiritual, but I haven't done enough research on my own to know why I believe what I believe or argue what I argue. Um, it's an easy way to kind of get out of that and not show your hand of, okay, I actually, this is, you know, I've only believed this religious because that's what I've been told my whole life. So um, there's, I think there's both positives and negatives that come with this statement. Um, but it's, it's definitely one that has been used, but in so many different contexts that um, it's hard sometimes to know exactly what the meaning behind what, what you're saying is actually. Yeah, and that was what I was telling Warren. That's now that when I hear someone, I'm in a conversation, I hear someone say this phrase, you know, maybe in the past I'll be a little bit frustrated and like, just that's, what are you talking about? Kind of thing. Whereas now, in, in, in the recent years, <laughs> is, uh, it leads me, it leads me to more, I'm, I'm more curious as to like what's what's happening, like what what do you mean by that? Mm -hmm. And I think that that's often if you go from that approach of curiosity, that brings about a conversation where say okay no 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 like tell me what is it what is it that that do you believe in that does turn you off? Because what we know is that like Warren was saying we're very we are communal, like that, that is who we are as humans. And even in our, even in your, even in each one of your friend groups, you have set up rules, guidelines, boundaries. You don't even, you don't even realize it, but then if you start thinking about like the things you and your friends do, don't do, say, don't say, 
what is to be spoken, what is to be left unspoken. It's like we've set where we can't help ourselves but to create rules and boundaries and and rituals and like, well, we always go to this place after we go and see a movie. You know, it's like, or if it's late night on a Saturday, we're going to cook out at this time. It's like, we go at 10, 10, 10, 10 p.m. And it's like, we set these set these rules up and we naturally do it. So it's not that we can, yeah, we can run away from this thing. Um, yeah. So yeah, we, we tend towards, I think the point is, is that humans are oriented in such a way that we tend towards organizations and institutions. And especially if, if it's, we stick around in a group long enough and the, the thought system kind of solidifies and grows over time, it's gonna become something like a religion if it is oriented towards transcendence. So whereas in our friend groups, we kind of tend to create rules for behavior and belonging and that sort of thing. Um, those are not usually organized around the, the purpose of worship. Sometimes they are. But um, I think the idea, one reason why um, I think the notion of just totally bulldozing down an institution and starting over it, with the belief that something far better will, you know, we can do something far better. I'm, I'm not usually on board with that sort of thinking because I think institutions are flawed because humans are flawed. Mm -hmm. And so um, most likely, I think it's better, you, in most cases, I think it's better to work within an institution to change it because that's actually more sustainable and more likely to actually take root rather than saying, we're gonna just burn it down and build something far better. But um, so what we have up here is basically on the pluses side, we have that this, when you use this phrase, can kind of imply that you're open-minded, that you're not too tied to an organization, that you don't want your specific kind of expression of your faith to be determined by the organizations, which I'm very sympathetic to that. Mm -hmm. I, I think that is a good thing to want to express to someone. And then that you're interested in connection over conflict, which I think is a, uh, that's a commendable thing to, to care about. Mm -hmm. On the negative side, we have that it can tend towards kind of a relativistic stance, which says this is all about me and my likes. I don't have to submit to anything. It's about a kind of spiritual buffet approach. And that can end up being sort of cowardly in the sense that if I'm not willing to actually tell someone where I stand on something, then I'm sort of, I, you know, that's a, in a weird way sort of a power move, right? Because you're saying, I don't want to commit because I don't want you to be able to know too much about me. I want to retain the possibility of kind of being in control of the situation. And also and, kind of playing that game with yourself, you know, not yes. wanting to... If I don't commit, then I still can do what I want to do. Or, yeah. Right, exactly. And then I, I loved your phrase, the practice of spirituality, that I think one of the central things I would want to point out is that religion itself is a, a kind of... The problem with this phrase, spiritual but not religious, is that it separates the spiritual from the religious. And it's an understandable kind of sense to have in our culture in particular because... We have separated the spiritual from all, from all things physical for so long. And interestingly enough, the spiritual but not religious people, a lot of them are interested in reuniting those things. Like we see that in the, the video. Like these are people who say, I had these mystical experiences in connection with nature and this sort of thing. So in a weird way, this is wanting something to tie the physical and the spiritual again. But what I want to say to people who say this is, 
what you've overlooked is that religion itself grows out of that instinct and that it's just another part of the human physical expression of the spiritual and the reason it's so messy is because humans are messy so and you didn't and you didn't arrive at this phrase without the foundation that started this whole thing so like yeah. it started from here and so like if someone didn't have any kind of religious or faith foundation at all then they wouldn't even come close to having this kind of language yeah and, and it's kind yeah. of i'm sorry no 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 that's fine yeah um it's kind of overlooking i think as much as it's interested in reuniting the spiritual with the physical it's overlooking the way that includes community because what religion is essentially is an expression of the community's faith and so it's kind of, it's, I, what I want to say is if we're interested in reuniting the spiritual with the physical, we have to take the communal along with that and all of its ambiguity. Yeah. Well, one thing I would also point out to that is that religion is, what, the, what I view the church is supposed to be is fellowship more than anything, coming together and worshiping God and learning how to move forward in God's path. Um, and it's supposed to be also a very pious thing, you know, an intimate, deep connection with God, which is one of my problems that I've had with the Catholic Church, for one thing. It's just that it's like, it's a complete separation from you and God. Um, and you have to go through this specific channel in order to get, and I just, that's just one of the things I've always disagreed with, because that's not really fellowship, that's more of just like instruction. But then, at the same time, where we would not want to say... Westboro Baptist people, we're not of you. Mm -hmm. There'll be some people who are devoted Catholic folks who would say, that's not my experience with the church. Right, right. And you could say that for a lot of different major expressions of our own faith of Christianity and even other religions. You know, because I was like imagining you hear someone who is a part of the Islamic faith mm -hmm. who would say, I'm spiritual but not religious. Mm -hmm. And those folks that do that kind of stuff, I have nothing to do with them. Yeah. Because, like, the way that I do this thing is like this. Peaceful. But then we are like, no, 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 you're in that thing. So then, like, when we, you're part of that. And so then, like, but if someone said, no, what's for Baptist? That's, that's you. That's all of you. And you're like, no, like, that's not me at all. And so I think that the grace that we want to receive from others, we should equally be ready to extend that grace. Because that kind of makes sense. Amen to that. <laughs> yeah, and I, but you know, to to your point, I mean, you know, you think about the Protestant Reformation basically grew out of a kind of sense of unease with the kind of rigorous, like the the way the institution was set up, not to cultivate a kind of sense of individual piety. Mm -hmm. So I think um, I agree absolutely that we need to sort of allow for the fact that. Spirituality can grow, and, and religion, the connection between them is a complicated thing, and it can occur in almost any religious situation. Mm -hmm. That said, I think what we should be striving for and what we can learn from the great riches of both Protestantism and Catholicism is that the individual and the community both matter immensely. And like the cultivation of spirituality on an individual level is really important, but when you do that too much, you forget that, like, that I'm actually a communal being Mm -hmm. And I'm communally determined, so I might as well kind of admit that and own it and try to be a part of a community that I can identify with. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, um, and also that I can make a better community 
not just being there to receive whatever good they can bring me, but that I'm willing to participate in and try to make it a better, a more Christ-like community. And pretty much Jesus, like the whole thing Jesus was up to was creating a community of people. It wasn't about making sure that we feel good or that we have this kind of mystical experience. It was about saying, God has a certain community in mind and I'm here to kind of get that ball rolling. It's a re reformation of Israel itself, and then we're invited into that. Yeah, yeah. I think just one last thing. I think that this phrase is like really scary to me because it's like, you know, like it makes me think about the phrase like comfort is the fall of kings, mm-hmm. and I think, you know, or like the the fact that like if you like put a frog in water and then turn the water up and boil it, like the frog will stay in there because it's it's like comfortable and like. It, it won't realize it and I think that's the thing that's so scary to me and like the like the beliefs of Christianity are like in direct opposition to that you know like we believe that there is like heaven and hell but we believe there's grace for everyone but mm-hmm. we believe that you know Jesus is the way to knowing God and so that's so scary to me because like I want people to like know this mm-hmm. but I can't you know how do you how do you tell them this and not seem closed-minded and make them uncomfortable where everyone wants to be comfortable yeah. and and at the same time this is so prevalent in like the the areas where culture is born in the areas where you know pop culture is like spread like LA and New York like these big cities you have a lot of people who are like this and a lot of people who are you know influential and and thought leaders who believe this and are leading a lot of people to believe it. Yeah. So like that's scary to me. Yeah, it's kind of, it goes in hand with, it's a unique thing about our culture, certainly, and like this kind of urban, you know, the kind of, the lifestyle that comes along with the big urban centers. I have to wind up. But man, I like this is good. Can you can Always. you give us can you give us the like 10 second version of your comments here and here? Yeah, yeah. real quick. I thought you had a comment. No, you had a comment. Oh, yeah. Real quick, go yeah. super quick. Okay, I just actually my question was about the North Pole. Okay. 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 Right here. Okay. Um, yeah, I was basically just what I was getting from it is that this phrase can be very helpful when it's talking about like separating a belief system from the institution that's grown up around it, because you know while Jesus is maybe unconditionally worthy of trust, the church is not because it's fundamentally human. And, you know, has done a lot of things wrong, in some cases very badly. Um, cool. Good. Okay. Okay. Uh, yeah, we'll have to finish this later. Yeah, sorry, got, guys. Yeah, no, sorry. This is a great discussion. This is good. This is good. Thank you for being here. Is like recording? Yes. Put it on the internet. Very good. Very good. Everybody, good job. Yeah.